So, welcome to the Chaos Cast. And this episode, Rapid Dragon, Crypto Crash, and Diesel Dilemma. Now, we're going to have a special guest today, Prep and Money, our friend from TikTok and the infamous Prep Talk. And he's going to explain to us this whole FTX bankruptcy fiasco, as well as the ramifications to the crypto market, but also stock market and other finance issues. So we hope you enjoy that, as well as other news we will be including about the diesel shortage and new weapons platforms that America is testing in the Arctic. So we hope you enjoy this episode. We hope you stick around and we hope you go join our email list on edge29chaos.com so you can get the blog show notes for our chaos cast as well as exclusive deals and notifications of exclusive video content and other content we will have on the site so go join that subscriber list on our website edge29chaos.com and we hope you enjoy this installment of the chaos cast As usual, having problems with Facebook. Cam, let's get her going. <laughs> Welcome on in. All right, so we got everything going live. You, you are at the Chaos Cast currently. Let's get that TikTok cam adjusted. So welcome in to the Chaos Cast. We are glad to have you here. We got a little bit of everything going to be going on today. We're going to be discussing the news. We got Big John already in here. My friend already here. And um, we are about to talk about the news. I hope you're interested. I hope you're ready. I hope you're excited. There's a lot going on in the world. More than just your average election day or uh, what is it? Post-election drama. Now, we're not even going to be talking about that. That that joke's over. I don't want to talk no more about it than I have to. But, uh, yeah, we got some stuff going on in the world. I have went through different news outlets today to bring to you different aspects of what's going on in your world, why you need to be prepared, and why you need to get ready with us at ReadyWise. They sent us a hat. Uh, but yeah, you can go to our website. The link is in our bio. Use uh, code E29TEN, all capital letters. And we got the instructions there. Yeah, get you some ReadyWise. We're going to be dropping some new commercial videos today for these guys. Uh, they've been big supporters. They've they've sent us some good stuff. Now, also one of the tabs I'm fixing to get up on uh, on the website is going to be for our Happy Coffee, Waker's Coffee. So go check that out. And uh, also one of our new sponsors brought to you by. ReadyWise and Blackbeard Fire Starters. Go get your fire plugs, your fire starters. It's a rainy day here. So if I need to start a fire, I'm going to need some of these fire plugs. And it wouldn't hurt to have one of these awesome ferro rods. So they got some good stuff. They're, they're one of the more affordable dealers to deal with. And also, 
go to the website and get your most important tool, your knife. Our friend Adnan has sent us a number of knives. He's looking for some distributors in America. We're authorized to, have, to make that happen. So go check it out. Thank you, Kate. Thank you, Kate. So we're going to go, That uh, Kate has had to already boot someone out. So one of the normal things we do here on the Chaos Cast every day is we battle the trolls. They come in, they try to ruin your day, but hey, it's not happening here, my friends. It's not happening. Not today, Satan. It's not happening today. Kate's kicking them out. So we're going to go over the rules. The rules. Who's ready for the rules? Who's ready for the rules? Oh, everybody's ready for the rules. Everybody's ready for the rules. Oh, I restarted it again. <laughs> so what are the rules? We got a drum roll. What are the rules? All right. Just be nice to each other. No, it's a little more extensive than that. We don't talk politics, no evasive politics, no abuse, no trolling. We, we're like booting them out just right off the bat now. So no trolling. Don't get your junk started in here. And, and uh, let's just have a good day today. Let's have let's have a good day. I, I asked for that a lot, but I just don't know if we're going to get that. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, no evasive politics. We don't care about your politics. Um, I don't like Joe Biden, but that don't mean I'm a Republican. I, I'm independent now. I've declared myself independent because I don't like none of them anymore. I don't trust none of them. I like DeSantis. I, I like DeSantis. <laughs> yeah, we'll say that. Somebody will get mad at me in the comments. Somebody will quit, but I, don't really, I really don't care at this point. We're just going to have a good time today. we got a lot of crazy stuff to look at today. Uh, you seen the title? Well, that rapid dragon, that's a new... A new weapon that America's testing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not a vet, but thank the veterans for their uh, service. We got William McNall in here. He was on Facebook, and then he decided to come in here on TikTok where all, all the parties at. We got Prepping Money in here. Um, Prepping Money, are you going to be able to come up here in a little bit and tell us a little bit more about the FTX crash? Because we're going to be looking at that. Uh, here in a minute but yeah if you are if you want to help support us go to the link in our bio on if you're on tiktok or edge29chaos.com we're gonna have those links on most of these video platforms that we post these on and you will be able to go there and we have our links there to our different affiliates and sponsors we also have our gear store as well as our merch store uh, where you can get that Dementedly Happy Gun shirt. Um, yes, the, we put this, the, the, the logo, this Dementedly Happy Gun. He's smiling. He's happy. He's going to help you spread gun positivity around the world where there's so much gun negativity right now. So you go get him. Right now, they're $23.98. I had to relook at the prices. Dr. Kenny's had to go up because of inflation like everybody. So it's $23.98, but that includes the shirt and your shipping of the shirt. So one of the best shirt prices on the web right now. And nobody got that good a deal. But the Dr. Kenny's Iron Wolf distributor. So if you're a creator and you're looking to create merch, get ready. So what we're going to do today, we're going to um, we're going to start with uh, we're going to start with prep money. We're going to bring him up uh, briefly to explain what's happening with FTX. So prep money, I hope you're ready. Go ahead and hit that. Let me see if I can bring you up. Here we go. I'm going to invite you. You're going to come up and we're going to get you right here on the podcast mic. How you doing, my friend? 
What's going on, man? Long time. Oh, yeah. Man, it's been a lot. I ain't got to see a lot of my friends on Prep Talk. So we've got this issue with FTX. Now, I'm going to read the New York Times headline, and then I'm going to let you elaborate in the most simplest way you can about what, because you said it's going to take a day. But uh, <laughs> so, so on Monday, Sam Bankman Fried, the chief executive of the cryptocurrency exchange, FTX, took to Twitter to reassure his cu- customers FTX is fine. He wrote, assets are fine. On Friday, FTX announced that it was filing for bankruptcy, capping an extraordinary week of corporate drama that Mr. Bankman Fried had that has upended crypto markets and sent shockwaves through the industry. In a statement on Twitter, the company said that Mr. Bankman Fried had resigned with John J. Ray III, a corporate turnaround specialist, taking over as chief executive. The speed of FTX's downfall has left crypto insiders stunned. Just days ago, Mr. Bankman Fried was considered one of the smartest figures in the crypto industry, an influential figure in Washington who was lobbying to shape crypto regulations, and FTX was widely viewed as one of the most stable and responsible companies in the free, willing, loosely regulated world. All right, so Prep Money, explain to us for the laymen, us folks that are just getting into crypto, what the heck's going on? Okay, so Sam Bingman Freed, um, he's a piece of crap. Uh, so basically in layman's terms, this is what happened. So this, in, in layman's terms, this is what happened. Um, he wrote too many wolf tickets uh, he couldn't ca- that his ass couldn't cash. Okay. Um, he's basically told investors, yeah, uh, everything with FTX is good, like he, like New York Times sold it, but they're only telling you half the story because um, those assets are insured. So major, you know what I'm saying, like uh, retail investors like me and you, we're not safe. They, they, they've already said that numerous, numerous times in, in, in other media outlets. Can you hear me at all? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. So in other news outlets, they've already said that retail investors like me and you, we are not safe. Okay. Um, FTX, the FTX US has already shut down withdrawals. They yeah. shut down already. I've you seen can't that. pull anything off of there. You can't withdraw anything. Yeah, you can't withdraw anything off of there. FTS Glo- FTX Global is already shut down. Like, you can't, like, there's, it doesn't really affect the U.S. that much just because we're more regulated than other countries. Mm. Whether people believe it or not, that's why this whole, that's why this whole XRP versus the SEC thing, like, all of crypto right now is, like, hanging in the balance basically with this court case so but with ftx is is that what made it what made it is is that binance binance came in and they said they were going to buy out ftx so they're and save the day cz from binance was going to go in there and save the day and everybody was like all right everything's going to be great but at the but before a corporate takeover of that uh of that uh magnitude FTX had to hand over all the financial. Uh, you, you went. You're breaking up a little bit. Can you repeat that last part? Sam Bankman Fried. 
All right, so what they found out was, is that, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Okay, so what they found out was, is that Sam Bankman Freed, yeah, I can hear you. So what they found out was, is that Sam Bankman Freed was lying. He's been lying the entire time. They don't have the assets. They don't have the liquidity to pay investors. They don't have that. They don't have what they say they have. Okay. So CZ Binance pulled out. They said, nope, we're not buying. They said, no, we're not buying FTX. Oh, and then okay. so right after that, to make, to make things even worse, Binance started to sell every single stance on FTT, which is FTX's coin. They started to sell every single out. They, they liquidated $50 billion worth of FTT uh, token. So that's why FTX is like literally, it's worth nothing now. Oh my God. It's literally worth nothing because, yeah, because they needed, they needed that liquidation to, to, pay, to pay people off. Cause so, like I'm, and I'm not talking about, and like I told you in the message, they didn't liquidate. They're not behind like a couple billion dollars. I'm talking about hundreds of billions oh, of dollars. It's what happens when you let millennials have have a business. That's what happens, ain't it? Yeah, exactly. And the, and the thing is, uh, they're tied up with they're tied up with a banking firm called Alameda Trust, and basically they're the president of Alameda Trust. You know what I mean? No, I'm not knocking the gender at all, but she literally graduated from MIT in in basically in in uh, in crypto science and knows nothing about business. She thought she was just getting into basically be a part of FTX, but when she gave her interview today, if you go to my page, like I reposted it, but if she said in an interview today, like it wasn't really with me about making money because I don't know really know the money side of it. You run a trust. How do you not know the money side? How do you not know the money side of it? So they're asking her. So the SEC. So the SEC is asking her, "Where's all this money?" She was like, "Well, we paid a lot of people." All right. Okay. You paid a lot of people. Show us. Show us show us everything that you paid they didn't have any ledgers or anything they didn't have any accountants of everything and she said well i thought since we ran it through the trust everything would be fine and so now alameda trust and ftx are both under investigation with the sec so so this is the um now sam bigman freed is not stepping he's stepping down as the ceo and, uh, and Jay is taking over, but I'm telling you this right now. The reason why he was asked to step down is because now he's been hit with he's been hit with so many class action lawsuits, and he's been hit with uh, and he's been hit with uh, and he's been hit with a subpoena by the SEC. Now he has to sit in front of the SEC for the next two years. They're gonna wrap this up for the next two years. But the thing is, uh, what's sorry about it is, is that none of the retail investors. In you, none of them will be able to get any of their investment back. So no. we're not going to be able to get the cash in our <laughs> cryptocurrency there in our wallets. Not for a while. Not for a while. I'm just telling you that right now. And then that's why I've been warning people. I've been telling people on my channel, and I know you go there often. I know you go there at some. You there? Any money in crypto on, on any exchange? This is what happened. 
this is a domino effect. FTX started a domino effect. Now they're now they're going to investigate Binance, which is the number one cryptocurrency exchange in the world. They're gonna they're going to investigate Crypto.com, another very popular uh, crypto exchange. They're gonna uh, they're going to uh, investigate Uphold. They've already sent out subpoenas. Now they're going to investigate every single exchange, and this is going to happen sooner than people think. This is going to happen before January, guys. So it's going to happen. Let so me ask you, you this: need to take crypto off exchanges, you need to take it off, man. You need to get cold on. So I see all of this happening right around all these crackdowns on taxes, and they have not liked crypto from the beginning. Yep. Because they couldn't track it, they couldn't. Because they can't track it. Yeah. So, do you feel like, and you're telling me about this woman that knows literally nothing that got hired? Do you think she was a plant? They knew she was going to screw this up and give them a reason to go in and start regulating crypto. I honestly, to tell you the truth, like this happened a little bit too good. I, that, exactly. Exchanges don't usually. They have to. They have to. They have to keep meticulous records on everything because they all know they're being investigated, and they're and the SEC is just waiting for one of them to mess up. Well, well you know these government agencies—they pull tricks like this. I watched a documentary on a horse ranch where they were going to sell the horses yeah. from that guy's ranch, and they sent in a, a yeah. they sent in a, a ranch hand to let the property be, to begin to degrade to where they could actually go in and take control because because codes weren't being enforced and because the guy wasn't doing his job. So this sounds really fishy that you have these issues. You got some people dropping the ball. You know, they want, first off, this is what happens when you turn millennials loose from business. I'm just telling y'all folks, I love, I'm a millennial myself. Yeah. But, <laughs> It's what happens when you let rich white college kids get a hold of your money and, and business. We got to start sourcing this thing out in different places. Um, I'm kind of with Ian Morgan right now. I think yeah, I'd be better off investing in tofu. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like to tell you the truth, right now, um, and, and it's no matter what people think, like, yes. you know what I'm saying? And I don't care if. You know what I'm saying? The SEC wants to come after me or whatever like that. I don't, I don't, I'm a small fry. But yeah. this is financial advice. I would get as much crypto. If you invest in crypto, I'd get it off of exchanges. I'd get it in the cold storage. I would li liquidate whatever you can. Dang. I'm telling you what's coming. This black, hey, this black swan event is not going to be just crypto. Crypto is just the beginning of it. This domino effect is going to affect the rest of the market. Okay, I'm talking about pensions. I'm talking about 401k funds. If you have anything in your pension or 401k that you can pull out, I would pull out, I would make it liquid, and I would buy gold and silver. This is financial advice. I'm telling you that right yeah. now because this Black Swan event is just the beginning. Okay, I'm telling you this. Crypto is going to set it off for the rest of the market. The market's tied up in crypto. Crypto is traded just, re just like regular stocks and bonds. So you got to understand, like... This is the tipping point. Everything's red. If you haven't seen the stocks, everything's red. Okay. So do like, you it, do it, you see what Danny Boy is saying right now? Um, he asked, "What timing are we looking at? Are you do you have a certain timeline of when you feel like these dominoes are going to start falling and affecting the whole market?" Yes, I want to say the rest of before the before the first of the year. 
Okay. So yeah, a lot of people have been predicting some kind of this. economic collapse, you know, type issues to happen around this time while we're seeing shortages, while we're seeing diesel shortages. So it all just seems like everybody says everybody says it doesn't seem likely it doesn't seem like it's going to happen i'm telling you right now crypto everything you know crypto will go to zero and then you're going to start, then you are going to start seeing things in the stock market do the exact same thing and now i'm not as i'm not as highly invested in crypto as a lot of things my, all my money I'm gonna be honest, it's, it's put in like physical products. And I'm not talking gold and silver. I'm talking things I know people will need that I can trade and, and a lot of food. And people think that's crazy, but like you're saying, this whole thing go down. And I recently purchased Dogecoin because I seen that the price was, was dropping. Everybody was shedding Dogecoin. And I like, I'm gonna buy a little bit and I know I'll lose a little bit, but then maybe eventually it'll go back up and I can cash it in and then invest in another crypto. But what you're telling me, I'm just screwed. I'm not gonna probably be able to get this out. Right. Like here, here's my here's my game plan, and you can follow it. And other, I've told other people to follow it. I'm, I guarantee you, they're gonna close every single U.S. exchange, and then miraculously, you know what I mean? There's gonna be closed for about three or four months. But they close these exchanges, guys. The crypto that is kept on these exchanges that you keep inside of your soft wallet which are on these exchanges they're going to get confiscated you're not going to have any and when they when, when they reset these exchanges you're not going to have any access to your crypto unless you have your keys hmm. so when you set up your so when you set up your wallet on these exchanges if you don't have the keys or you don't remember the password or anything like that you're not going to have any access to them and that's going to be billions of dollars People are going to be billions of dollars, and then they're going to—they're going to be bitching, they're going to be crying, but like, hey, this is prepping money, and I warned you first. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> you warned I'm, you I, first. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, war I warned you first because I've been telling everybody, and like everybody says, oh, you know what I mean, prepping money. Thank you. you know what I'm saying? Like you're just—you're just—you know what I'm saying? Like a worry ward. No, I'm not a no, worry ward, guys. They've been—they've been, been trying to regulate crypto and find a way, find a way to tax it, find a take find a way to regulate it now crypto is going to be by the first of january and i guarantee you this right now by the first of january into march crypto will be regulated it will be a regulated industry they will be taxed they will watch everything you know what i mean like the rollout remember when we talked about it before the usdc or the cbdc coin that they're trying to come out with before 2025 Yes, one day you will wake up, your dollars in the bank will be gone, and it will be placed by CBDC. Yep. But that is a weird, and they're trying to make it happen before the end of 2023. And they will be able to control what you spend that on, from what I understand. It's going to be a programmable yeah. crypto. It's going to be a programmable crypto, but here's the thing. The same thing that they're doing in China, they're going to do here. But I'm telling you, if you read these executive orders on crypto that they're, they're establishing right now, and I encourage everybody to go to the government's website, read these documents very carefully, okay? They are, by 2025, okay, this timeline is, it's already 2023, guys. Within two years, a year and a half, and they're already trying to program the crypto to push it out at the end of 2023. They are going to be able to program the crypto on where you're able to spend it, how you're able to spend it, 
what you're able to spend it on, if you can even go on a vacation, the time limit. Yeah. That's the thing that got me. Is the time limit that they're going to give you. Now it's not going to be like a two week thing. You got a two week to spend this crypto. They have. They actually in China right now. They have like, hey, you have one to two years to spend on this thing. You get what I'm saying? If your social credit score goes up, if your credit score goes up, and you have a high credit score, then you're going to be able to spend things a little bit more comfortably, have a little bit of freedom. You know what I mean? You're able、yeah. to get a work visa or a student visa or stuff like that. But it's literally for humanitarian control. It's, oh yeah. It's basic control of human、uh, of humans. That's that's basically what it is. Because if they they found out now, if they can control your money. They can control every aspect of your life. You know, I, you know, my, you know, I'm a Pentecostal minister. I'm just waiting、oh, yes, for the、sir. trumpet to sound. And so, this, this right here goes hand in hand with with that old Mark. He said he's gonna get on your back, of your hand, and your forehead.、Um, I, you know, I don't、everybody, know what you felt about it, but this really starting to kind of look like that. You know,、um, I'll tell you right now, I'm a、uh, I'm a Bible believing.、Uh, I'm a Bible believing member. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and、uh, I believe、Amen. He is God, and I believe that He sent the Holy Spirit to take my chest, to watch over us. Christ, but I'm, I'm, I'm also going to tell you this: I also think that He put key people in key places. Now, finances is something that I've always been a part of.、Um, I've done graduate studies in finances. If you want to come over and you want to, you know, to my channel and you want to, and, and you want to talk about finances, if you're not following this yeah, guy. Give him a follow. He's, he's you can premium premium.、Um, I, I will tell you this, and 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 how me and chaos met was is that yeah, I'm a prepper too. You, you know what I mean? Like it、yeah. just it's just too common sense. You know what I mean? Like, and especially in this day and age right now, like, and I and 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 I'll reiterate what he says. Gold, silver, yeah, it's cool to have, but like, more freedom seeds and cans of corn and green beans will go a lot more. Go will go and cans of chili will go a lot longer. We'll go a long. We'll go a long way in the coming future. I'm gonna just tell you that. Have,、right、have you ever read the James Wesley Rawls series、uh, that he wrote about basically an economic collapse in America? Did you ever read that?、Um, yes, it was one of my. It was one of. My, it's one of my favorite books. It, it's it's it, it really goes hand in hand what you're saying. We're, we're looking at an economic collapse, and then the UN comes in to try and take America. They try to take Canada. Then <laughs> China comes in and takes Canada, and America's got to. Keep China, you know, they, they help Canada get China out. But you know, it's just, it always based on finance. It's it's not what destroys us in that scenario. It's not a, a asteroid. It's not you know a plague. It's it's not anything other simply than us making the bad decisions with money in in the corporate sense. And this is those is happening. He predicted. A lot of what we're seeing now, I feel like we're in an economic collapse, and this is just another cut on the leg. Well, everybody, you know, what I'm saying they they argue the point of like,、uh, look what happened to Rome. Rome was not lost by a war. Rome was lost by politics and debt. Exactly. That's how Rome collapsed. That's how Rome fell. You know, it divided up. You know, divided.、Uh, uh, what is that?、Uh, United we stand divided we fall. You know, even the devil knows this. They say,、um, you know, when they were trying to accuse Christ of、uh, casting out demons in the name of Belzebub, he said, "House divided against itself is going to fall." Even 
even Satan and them know this stuff. <laughs> but, you know, we're seeing America more divided than we ever have. And, and all these other things are just, you know, like I said, there it's a death by a thousand cuts, but these are some of the biggest cuts. And, and it's the politics, the divisiveness, yeah. the, uh, the the way we do. I call it laissez. We're, we're real. If we're not already in laissez-faire um, capitalism, we're educated. Do you, uh, you agree with that? Do you understand what I'm referring to with the Irish potato famine and how that all actually yeah. worked out? Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. And yes, I, like, I agree. Here's, here's the other fact of that is that everybody's going to look for, like, us, not only as Christians, but, like, just as humans in general, we always look for a savior. And we're thinking that, you know what I'm saying, like, in the next two years, Trump will come back, he'll change everything, or, you know what I'm saying, or anything like that. God, I'm putting 100% of my faith into my prep and my financial choices, and I'm waiting on Jesus. That's pretty much the only yeah. thing that I'm doing right now. <laughs> hey, it's coming, buddy. <laughs> I ain't never seen I'm more clear in my I'm life. Just you, I'm just telling you right I'm just telling you right now, my faith in man has absolutely... <laughs> Just watching everything. My faith in man has absolutely just been lost. Well, you know, I, I tell people, I'm not, I'm not, I used to be a hardcore conservative. Now, I still got those values, but I do not trust the conservative politicians as far as I can throw them with everything I've seen them do. And, you know, I, I almost didn't vote this season because, like, what, 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 I mean, they're killing themselves. I mean, now Trump's trying to attack DeSantis, and, like, in all reality, I really like DeSantis, and I, I'd almost rather see him get in there than Trump. But well, Trump's attacking DeSantis because that's his biggest like rival on the ticket. Oh yeah, I on almost the think maybe they're playing a game. I don't know. They are. Yeah. They're, maybe he's setting DeSantis up to get voted in. But the election really shows you a lot. The things people were actually voting for, and and a lot of these people don't understand finance like you do. I mean, we're, we're literally killing our country with our votes right now. And I'm not just talking about Democrat or Republican, because you got some Republicans doing some really stupid things too. And and they're setting us up to kill us in the long run. You know, we're, we're going to collapse financially, I feel like. Oh, yeah. I, there's no, uh, there's literally no doubt in my mind because of the fact that uh, just how the country's run, um, if you look at it right now, like um, just in derivatives, in the derivatives market, okay, in our country, we are over leveraged by $61 trillion. This is common knowledge. You can go look this up. Look I know. Up the oh, I believe you. I've heard that number. Look, at, look up JP Morgan Chase, Jamie Dimon. He's the biggest sneak in, in the industry. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? If you got your money in Chase, I tell everybody all the time. Go find a uh, go find a local bank to put your money in. Don't don't go to these big banks. These a lot of these big banks, they're just in there to use your money on their investments. Okay, but J.P. Morgan Chase, they're the biggest they're the biggest additive to it. Sixty one trillion dollars in derivatives. Now J.P. Morgan owns are they're they're part of BlackRock. They are part of uh, Fidelity. Every single one of these derivatives that they've invested in are going to fail first. So that $61 trillion 
is literally going to vanish overnight. And that's how much they're indebted to. And they're telling you, Elon Musk, all these big guys, they're telling you, don't invest in crypto. Crypto's a waste of time. But if you go and you research, this is open source knowledge, and you look up every single one of these people, they are heavily invested in crypto. Heavily. Yeah. Crypto's not going away. It is the new thing that's, that is going to happen. Now, I'm invested in some crypto, too, because why? I work in finance, so if there's any place for me to make a little money or anything like that, I'm going to try to do it. You, you know, know what I mean? But like, you're mentioning, you know, you work in finance. You see so many people in finance, these huge corporate entities. Uh, I think we looked at it yesterday, how um, that they had, like Bill Gates, he's got the, he's got bunkers on every property. You see all these big government officials and the people in finance, they're all into prepping. Um, even and, and 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 you're seeing more and more Christians come to prison because they're realizing how bad it can get. But it, it's almost like you know they know what's coming. You, you know y'all guys see what's coming, and then the politicians do, and they're all grabbing everything they can. It's like the ship's going down. I'm going to grab whatever I can. And the door, there ain't enough room on the door, and they're not going to go the way of Leonardo DiCaprio, and they're they're, they're just jumping in the boat, and there's twelve of them in a boat that'll hold seventy. It, it, that's what it looks like to me. They're just taking all they get before it crashes. That's pretty much. That's pretty much what's going on right now. Um, there isn't really a whole lot of. There isn't really a whole lot of people. You know what I mean? Like in. I'd want to say like in financially, like their head game is like off. And I'll just say, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, and I'll say, and I'll leave this with this. <laughs> like you said, you got all these people like Jamie Dimon, Elon Musk. You got a lot of these big financial institutions basically prepping. Um, and they're telling you, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. You should be worried. Uh, oh, yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of, I hate to use this analogy, but it's like, um, it's, it's like, you can see them putting the money bags inside of their car and stocking it with food, but telling you, don't worry, everything's all right, guys. Everything's all right. Everything's going to be cool. Da, 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 da. And giving you that reassurance in your face. And then, and on the media, because they're using the media to do it. And then on the back end, they're, they've left town already. They've left town. They've That's completely exactly. left town. I mean, all these rich families are coming up missing. They say, okay, man, thank you. That that guy just, is, he's, he's, it's like an NPC on crack. Uh, that one guy, he was saying maggots are just wanting. We're not maggots. I'm, I'm, I don't really give a dang about any of that no more. I, I mean, if you get to this point, and, and it sounds like prepping money's at this point, your faith is not in politics. Trump ain't saving you. You know, the, this, this whole, this whole, um, white hat thing that everybody's got that they pulled this stunt before this is how they found all the sympathizers with that with the aristocracy during the bolshevik revolution in russia they, they, they're centering you out so i'd stay out of that Q community folks i've, I've seen that happen uh and i'm gonna i may lose some folks on here because of this but i've seen so many times they call a thing and right like right now if you go look at their news forums they're like hey it's uh, the, when will the military act? 
Prep money had to go, folks. But when will the military act? That, that's what they're saying right now. Will this thing change? Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I think that these people are setting themselves up for something. But um, we we've got to be prepared for what's coming. This is why I tell you this, these kind of things. And I thank Prep and Money for coming in. Y'all go give him a follow. Prepping money, you can go find him on TikTok. He may have a link to lead you to his other social, but yeah, um, yeah, that, that dude's spot on. He and he knows what he's talking about. Um, yeah, folks, we got to brace for what's coming. The crypto ain't gonna save you. Your money, your preps ain't gonna save you. I'm just gonna tell you, uh, you'll run out eventually. This is why I teach self reliance and and skills. This is why I tell you, hey, we got to relearn how to live without this big system. They want us dependent on the system, and I want you to have—I I want you to have freedom, and I, and I want you to kind of look at the, that. Uh, I believe it was Susan Collins is the one who wrote um, the um, Hunger Games, but I want you to really look at that scenario. Now, yeah, it's a, a young adult novel. It is a. Um, it is a, um, a, a what seems like a fanciful story, but that's literally what they want out of us. That's literally where they want the average person to be. And they want to control what you can and can't buy. And and then you see in this story, they're fighting a government like that. And then you see now, like you have people here in America, you know, trying to vote that kind of government in and not just on one side on both sides people are, are, are giving themselves over to these politics like they're their saviors i'm telling you folks you better take care of yourself we got betsy ross in here my friend betsy ross one of my mods i always say it's like the white ranger like tommy oliver returning to power rangers uh they thought they got him with the green ranger power run out but now he's back again more powerful than ever so Beanie is our White Ranger in here. She is back. Thank you for coming in, Beanie. She told me her day. She said it's so hard to mod from a laptop. So, so we're, we're we've been working tirelessly to try and get her in here. So her, Kate four seven, um, Big John, Caveman. We got a number of good mods in here. Papa the Craftsman. If I'm not naming you off, hey, thank y'all for helping during the Chaos Cast. So you know we we talked with. Um, we, we talked with Prepping Money about this issue with FTX crashing, the crypto crashing. You know, we have all these people that have invested their livelihood into, some of you have invested your um, retirement into that. And I had a man I was talking to here recently. He's a, he is, you know, he was counseling me to invest in real estate. Now, I'm kind of questioning a little bit about real estate, but as far as hard assets, owning land, even Bill Gates is doing this. He's the biggest farmland owner in the, in the country right now. Why did he do that? Because he sees what's coming. Um, when Russia, when the USR, USSR began to collapse, it got to the point where they were investing, you know, in hard assets. They were they were investing in gold, silver. When Then when they couldn't get any more of that, they started buying land. They started buying products and putting them in warehouses preparing for you know what they knew was coming a societal collapse and mind you it was a societal collapse um there there's there's things that are going to kill a society um i think i have one of my one of my phones one of my cameras is going down let me adjust that get it charging 
thought I had it charged 100%, and I was not. But um, we got that fixed. No, we don't. There we go. Oh, hey, what we doing? There we go. All right, back to what I was talking about. Uh, yeah, Danny, boy, boy, it's good to have you in here. Glad you found us, too. But, you know, there's things that are going to kill any kind of society. And it always seems to come down. The one main killer is politics and finance. And when you get into this situation we're seeing now, things are bad because people are making bad decisions. We had the guy in here that was just proclaiming Joe Biden's wonderfulness a while ago. Look, I, I don't I don't care for the man. And maybe he's not making all these terrible decisions. Maybe it's old Kamala over there. Um, and, and I highly believe her. Nancy, Nancy's probably trying to keep her under control or, or so, something's happened there because these seem like decisions from California that I'm seeing. Now, we're, we're at a diesel fuel shortage right now. And um, one of the things, I, I, I got this story that I, it was from the Gazette. A shortage of diesel fuel leaves a large swath of the nation bracing for a challenging winter. Inventories of diesel in the United States are the lowest they have been heading into winter in 70 years. Now, so, so a lot of you think, well, this is just going to get better. No, this is going to take time. We've never been this low. We usually keep 30 some odd uh, days, 30 to 32 days of diesel on hand. And then we have 100 days of strategic reserves, which have been depleted, sending to the war effort in Ukraine and Europe as a whole because of what they're seeing happen with uh, the Nordstrom, uh, with, with Russia and as a whole with all these sanctions. So we're in bad shape. We don't have any backups right now. People are calling for uh, certain um, entities in the government, certain oil reserves. I didn't know we had, but for, you know, home heating reserves that they have. Who knows? They may have sent that over there. But when you're making these kind of bad decisions, because we're, we're going to look at another decision that Mr. Biden's making. And, um, uh, it, it, he's, he, it, it is destroying our society. Diesel runs the country. If you don't realize farms run on diesel, trucking industries run on diesel. The rail industry runs on diesel. Uh, your power runs on diesel. Heating runs on diesel. Um, the ramifications of getting this low, we hadn't seen, it says in 70 years and they're, well, there's like four times more demand for diesel than then. Does that make sense, my friends? We're, we're in a mess load of trouble. Uh, we're in more trouble. Caveman <laughs> said his heat runs off trees, yeah. But do you use a diesel truck, a whole diesel farm truck to haul it home? Uh, but yeah, I mean, it'd be good to have that backup. I actually got some camping wood stoves. And if need be, we'll wall off this whole living room, which I'm in the south, so it's not too bad. But I'll wall this whole dang living room off and run that pipe out the window and we'll burn wood in here. We'll figure something out. But we've not seen anything like this since the 1950s, like 1951. Um, and, and this and, and this, the cost is, is going through the roof. Like uh, right here it says the price hikes this season are crushing. In, turning, in turn, driving up the cost of food and other goods. The average price at the pump is $5.36 per gallon, according to AAA, up from $3.64 a year ago. The cost to heat a residence using diesel-based home heating oil is projected to increase 27% because of what's happening. It's 27% over last year, and it was already up. 
and this is according to the U.S. Energy Information Agency's winter outlook. The supply is going to place going to the places that will pay the most money for it. And in New England, we are having to pay a big premium," said Kate Childs, vice president of Tsu Ores Fuel, a supplier in Connecticut. So, it's going to come down to money. It's going to come down to supply and demand. So, if you're using diesel for heating, you're either going to pay it. Or you're going to be cold. How many people are going to deal with this type of situation? How many elderly people, people that are, you know, really need the heat, people with small children in, in these northern regions that really do face a lot of cold? How many, you know, towns and, and areas and regions are going to suffer because of the prices of food and the cost of diesel? Like if you look in Alaska, it, everything's significantly higher because of what it takes to ship there. And we're seeing the prices of shipping things to regular towns just just become exorbitant. And how are we going to deal with that? You as the average person, this is why I encourage people to prep. Uh, but not prep in the sense of just stockpile food. I, I call for full-spectrum prepping. I call for self-reliance prepping like our forefathers did. You know, we're the first generation. We're the first generation in a uh, first couple generations in, in in Lord knows when that didn't have a stockpile of food going in the winter. That didn't have their firewood put up for the winter. Everybody used to prepare for winter, and now we've given that independence up for convenience. Now, mind you, it was happening over the last few centuries. We were building up with these industrial revolutions. But it's, it's just got even worse and worse. They're trying to kill coal production, coal production. We don't use coal for heating anymore. People used to did. But could we see something like that where we have to go back, but EPA stops us and people are just sitting there freezing with all this coal sitting in the mountains. Uh, you, you can't cut a tree down. You know how many people get on me online for cutting down trees? Uh, when I do different bushcraft, not realizing that they're going to grow back. Every tree that gets cut down is replaced by like 10 or 12 saplings. And then everybody gripes about me cutting saplings. And most of them are going to die anyways because of this uh, well-established canopy overhead. And they're not getting enough sunlight. They're going to die. Plus, they're taking nutrients from the bigger trees. So I use these saplings all the time. But that, again, shows the... the the lack of understanding and knowledge of the average person of how things actually work. So many people are used to flipping a switch, pushing a button, filling the tank, turning a key, going to the store, putting it in the fridge, not eating it, going to the restaurant because they don't want to cook, and then coming home. We're so used to convenience, we don't understand how things work. And th this is where people are voting that are not educated about what they're voting for. I mean, we just recently had that man, that troll in the comments that was all for, you know, Biden's big economic recovery. And it, it, boy, just don't know. It, Biden doesn't screw this up. Not just Biden, but our government. The things that's been allowed, not just by Democrats, but also Republicans. It's not going to be our politicians that save us. It's not going to be our technology that save us. It's probably going to be those things that end us, or not all of us, but a majority of us, before people wise up and relearn old old uh, technology, old skills. We're, we're seeing wars. We're seeing famine. We're seeing pestilence. We're seeing earthquakes. I mean, there's a tsunami warning right now that I was reading about uh, because of an earthquake right off the
the shore or something. Hey, Bill, how you doing, man? Good to see you. Hey, Chris, good to see you. Walker, Walker Staggs, our, our uh, local informant. He's on Facebook. He's our, one of our local informants on the trucking industry. He said, stop the trucks and you stop everything. He told me once that if you shut down trucks for one day in New York City, it would take six weeks, six weeks to untangle that mess. You imagine if you stopped it for weeks because we run completely out of diesel. Not, not just stop it, but you're, you're, you're hamstringing it. So there will be things that are not delivered on time because people can't afford to get the fuel for the trucks, especially private drivers. And then the industry, you know, the, the corporations and corporate drivers, they're going to jack the price up. How you doing, Jeremy? Good to see you. Jeremy's, Jeremy used to be my youth pastor. He's one led me to the Lord. Bill Hamlin saying facts. Now, Bill Hamlin actually, uh, if, if he's still doing it, he drives for a rental agency where they rent out heavy equipment that uses diesel. <laughs> You're not going to be seeing things get built. So this is going to affect everything. Now, one of the things that, uh, a couple other things we want to look at, uh, especially, you know, we mentioned wars earlier. So we're seeing the Ukrainian forces enter Kyrgyzstan as Russia completes retreat from key southern city. Jubilant civilians flee to the city's central square to greet advancing soldiers after Moscow said that its troops had finalized a, a humiliating withdrawal across the Dnieper River. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this, and, and it was said yesterday, and we brought it up yesterday during the Chaos Cast, um, and you can go back and listen to that on Recap on Spotify. I'm pretty sure we got it up on Apple Podcasts. We got it up on Amazon, and I believe we got it up on Google. Uh, podcast. So we're trying to reach you where you're at. We're working on that. That's a that's a new thing. It's in in progress. We're recording right now, we, and I'm glad we got that segment for prepping money on there because that's going to help a lot of listeners. So if you want to download this to listen on the go, hey, go to Chaos Cast. Go look for the Chaos Cast on those platforms we mentioned. Uh, those podcast platforms. But this guy said yesterday. You know, we were listening to a, um, a Ukrainian official. He said, I'm, I'm worried they booby-trapped that thing. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go in there and there's some... You know, a lot of people have that little bit of foreboding that, hey, something's fixing to happen. They're backing out of here for a reason. They, I mean, it's tactics. That's that's the way things work. You lure them in, then you hit them. You know, they just got done bombing Kiev to the point that the... the um, I think the mayor told everybody, you're either going to evacuate or freeze because they don't have running water. They don't have electricity winter is coming things are getting cold and the average person is not going to be able to survive in a um, you know small you know high level apartment and, and i want you to think about that for your sense if you're living in one of these urban areas and you're in an apartment and everything just seems great it could flip on a dime if somehow we went to war and you know we're looking at nu- nuclear threats russia was was noted yesterday we talked about they were noted they were te- supposedly testing this nuclear powered torpedo out of the uh, Belgorod, the, the tsunami bomb they call it, that can shoot a nuclear wave into a in, in a nuclear uh, contaminated wave into a city. You know they're testing these things. They're everybody's moving around. Their nuclear arsenals getting prepared. We even seen Great Britain. They're breaking some stuff out. They caught their sub on fire out there the other day. Are we ready? Our tech's old. It's from like the 70s and 80s. It's center cotton, this ICBM technology is based on 70s and 80s. That's why America seems to be rushing to get this new, um, these new platforms out there. We got our biggest 
uh, nuclear sub, or it's the biggest one in the world, just came into the Mediterranean Sea. We're putting, I think, B-2 bombers um, in, I believe it's, if they're not in Taiwan, they're in Australia. They're positioning them there. They're, they're, I think they're sending them to Poland. Um, you know, we got F-22s going to Taiwan. We, we've got so much moving around right now. And then we, were, you know, we've got our own subs that are coming out of, uh, I think it's the Rhode Island, that um, that is going to be our uh, hypersonic missile platform that that they're sending out. You know, they're, they're testing this. They're getting it ready. They're seeing what's happening. No, it's the Gibraltar, I believe it is. The Rhode Island's the one that came into Mediterranean. I'm getting my subs mixed up. But we're seeing all this stuff happening, and you live in an urban area that's like that could likely be a target of some kind, if not of a nuclear weapon, but possibly of a terrorist attack. Because Iran's in the middle of this, and they Tehran funds tons of terrorism. What are we going to see in World War Three? You know, I, I was looking at some stuff. I was looking at some technology, and there's one. You know, you've seen the guys that have these. Uh, these handheld rocket boosters, I guess, or, or they're, they're um, turbo, uh, they're like what you see on a jet, basically smaller, uh, the turbo engines, <laughs> jet turbines, that's what it is, like. and, and the, this this soldier sits down, and then he, I'm going to do a video, a compilation of all these things, but he sits down, comes just out of nowhere, sits down, unhooks, and comes out to point with his rifle, gets back in, hooks up, and takes off. They're testing this stuff. If the if it's out on the market, the military's already been optimizing it for warfare. What will we see? You know, we're, we're seeing China come out with these dogs, these electric uh, robotic dogs with guns mounted on their backs. We got those too, I believe. We're seeing all kinds of different technology. I, I was looking at a manned racing drone the other day. It looks like a it looks like a jet ski with with helicopter propellers on it. But these guys are flying in this thing. Could we see these things? I mean, these are things that would probably be able to go under the radar and go in and do a lot of damage. This guy come flying in at night with his little handheld jets and drop in and set a bomb and then be gone. And they would never even know he was there. The, the average citizen's not ready for what we're going to see. And if you're living in one of these urban areas, you're going to feel this. And I'm not... Causing panic, I'm telling you, you need to have an exit plan. You need to be prepared. The roadways will get blocked. Now, let's say us crazy Christians are right, and the trumpet's going to sound, and the rapture's going to happen. You imagine if, if just a, a fraction of the people just disappeared off the road, or some mom looks in her back car, back of her car, and the kid's gone because it got raptured out. Now, I know y'all think we're crazy, but we don't. We believe this stuff, and uh, I have to believe it. But you imagine the roads, how much they would get blocked. And if you live in an urban area, that's going to be a nightmare. You're not going to be able to get out. You need to learn how to use a, a base plate compass. You need to know how to use a topographical map. My friend Walker, he's a trucker. He needs that. Walker, you need to have a base plate compass and a map because you may have to walk home and you don't want to be on the road, my friends. You don't want to be by the water. You don't want to be the gazelle that sits too long by the water and gets eaten by the 20-foot crocodiles over in Africa. Just telling you. How you doing, Donna Mayup? She's been trying to get in here on a live forever. She's been trying to get in on one of my lives forever. If you're having that trouble getting in, so uh, SmackDown, SmackDown uh, Nana lives in the Smoky Mountains. Well, you're about four hours away from me. I live in the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, still in Appalachia. Uh, but yeah, 
<laughs> Benny says, get your water and go. You know, I talk about this a lot. And, you know, I have dry bags for sale on my site. There are only five liter. I've got 20 liter dry bags that I keep in my go bags. Why? Because that's a lot of water you can carry. You run down there, scoop that thing up and get away. You filter it. You, you, you know, you don't want to be by the water. And there's so many aspects. If you live in an urban area that puts you in so much more danger. Now, you're not out of danger if you live in the suburbs or exurbs, the rural areas. But we're not thinking anymore. We're not planning anymore. We don't have exit strategies. You know, I, I believe the Lord wants us to use common sense. I used to have this argument with people all the time about um, about carrying a gun. Do you not got enough faith in God? And I said, well, I don't know. I said, I think God's going to my aim. I said, he used a projectile weapon to kill a giant with like a 14, 15-year-old little boy when the rest of the army was scared. I said, I think God expects us to be a little, a little sensible, you know, how use what we got. Because God will use what we got to protect us. I believe that. That's my little spill on that. But are, are you ready? Are you prepared for this? You know, we're looking at what's happening in, in Ukraine like it couldn't happen here. We're so dependent on, on technology. If they were to knock our grids out with a cyber attack, millions would freeze and die, especially in the winter. Millions would die of thirst because you depend so much on water. Others, millions, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, would die in the ensuing food rights. The roads would be clogged. You, you got to understand how much, I call this uh, edge 29 chaos, the edge of chaos. We're, you don't understand how much we're on that edge. And just common sense is needed. Just plain common sense is needed, which is a superpower right now if you didn't know that. If you got common sense today, you're a modern day superhuman. I'm going to tell you that because a lot of folks don't have it. Uh, a lot of people don't use it. They don't realize what is being done to our industry. And all it would take was uh, even an attempt at invasion of our country to cause issues. Look what happened with just 9-11, how it messed the country up, how many people it affected, what it done just to the psyche of everything. Now, it geared everybody up. But you imagine something on a larger scale like that happened during a war? That, who knows? Who knows? So... We're seeing these these guys go into Kiev, into uh, not Kiev, but into Kyrgyzstan. What's going to happen? Is Russia going to start dropping bombs on those cities? What are you going to do if they start dropping bombs in your city? Maybe they're not new, but somehow those bombers get through. We're, we're too busy off trying to defend somebody else, and they get them things through and drop them. Or terrorists, you know, these these uh, these these uh, um, secret agents come in and, and set these types of dirty bombs up. You know, you keep hearing about the dirty bombs. Russia's talking about they're, they're worried about dirty bombs. Then then they're going back and Ukraine's saying they're worried about dirty bombs. Yeah. Smack down. Uh, smack you down, Nana says, I have a well. Can I put solar power to pull water from our well? You actually probably could get a good solid solar generator that would be able to generate enough electricity to do that but i don't know enough about solar that's the thing that that a lot of us are you know i'd say what somebody that may know more about solar than me would probably be um doomsday podcast go go check him out doomsday podcast pretty well-rounded guy and, and, and i i feel good recommending you to him but yeah we're seeing so much happen around what we're trying to take guns from people when they were just having to hand them out in a country because it got invaded. That, that don't make no sense. That don't make no sense, folks. Now, this comes from the Eurasian Times to show you kind of how things are stepping up. 
the U.S. has just tested the Rapid Dragon airdrop palletized weapons system. They've done this over the Norwegian Sea. So, and uh, it's supposed to have been, I believe, today, sometime between the 9th and the 11th when this happened. The Rapid Dragon air launch palletized munitions concept aims to test the viability and operational benefits of dropping long-range palletized weapons from the existing airlift platforms like the C-130 and the C-17 without modifying the aircraft. So they're trying to make what we have now work well enough to put into war. You know, they're, they're testing this Rapid Dragon uh, palletized missile platform. They're getting ready for war. You know, we're getting ready for conflict. And every day I see other preppers that, you know, they have bigger networks than me. People calling them from, you know, from different countries saying, hey, this is what we're hearing. This is what's happening. We are in the middle of a chaotic time, my friends. That blood moon, they they, they really were predictive. You know, the, a lot of what people were saying, uh, these are, this people will look back on this blood moon cycle and be like, yeah, that really, that was a global conflict, they're going to say. They're going to look back on this. This guy's a G. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The, the accusations of my intelligence continuously, and they have no idea. Okay, man, go ahead and, yeah. Okay, got him for you, did. Lord, help us. I've got to, I've got to, I get accused of so much just because of how I sound. Just because of my accent. They all racist against my accent. Then I had somebody tell me my accent was racist. I don't know how that happens. Lord Jesus. We always battling the trolls here. Even nature's, you know, kind of in a mess right now. Um, seeing, I was watching CNN and uh, the scientists, they found an alligator inside of an 18-foot python. Now, we've seen this before, but the alligator was so large, it busted out the side of the python. Now, you have all these um, pythons that have ended up in the Everglades. Now they have a breeding population. It's beginning to respond. Uh, it's beginning to, um, let me see here. Manage your mind. You should be able to, Benny. You got all of the, you got all the access. It's not letting me get off the screen here where I can, oh Lord, I'm hitting everything. Should be able to, Benny. You got all access from what it's showing on my end. Maybe a glitch. I cannot get this thing to go down. There we go. Yeah, you got. You should have all the access, Benny. I don't know what's happening there. So yeah, Kate, Kate, man, y'all watch this. This going on. But yeah, they've established a breeding population that is beginning to spread, and uh, that's why I don't look at the comments. They get me so distracted. I have to let the mods handle it. But uh, I start, to, I just start, my mind starts wandering. But we have a breeding population in the Florida Everglades that's supposedly spreading across the southern coast line and, and could probably go up. They say it could go up into Appalachia. I don't know if them things could survive this far in them, but that, this is becoming an increasing thing. You know, you're seeing these pythons eating these alligators. So this scientist said, you know, she had, um, it was a necropsy, they called it. And she said she had done some before, but this thing stunk when she cut it open. And, and there was like, there's something inside this. So they cut it and there's an alligator inside there. So you have these alligators. There's, there's usually no, nothing that can prey on alligators, but uh, they're alligators. But now we have a species, obviously, that can. Now, these, these pythons, these boa constrictors, they've set up in 
the Everglades. I don't know if there's if they're if they and you're talking about multiple species that are being that have enough of a population to continue uh, growing that population that can continue breeding. And so they find this alligator inside it. That's insane. What about when your kids are out playing? You know, we're used to copperheads, rattlesnakes, cottonmouths. We're used to regular snakes. Well, well, you know, you tell the kids, hey, stay away from that old hole over there. It might be a snake in it. Stay out that pile. Those snakes like to get in there. What are you going to do about a python? Don't walk under the trees. Watch it when you're down by the creek. The python might come out and get you. <laughs> Man, I'm, if pythons come in around here, I'm going to be, I already carried a gun most everywhere. But uh, by dang, I, I watched that dang Swiss Family Robinsons where that python about got them. And I watched the Jungle Book. I've watched a number of things about pythons. I'm going to be ready. I am going to be ready. <laughs> Caveman said if they come in his area, they're going to get on the menu. I can see that. Because in the South, we eat everything. Anything you can kill, there, there is a recipe for right here. We were talking about groundhog recipes the other day. Go for recipes. You know, I think the only thing we're around here we won't eat is rats. <laughs> and I don't know... Completely about that with, the, with, our, with our current meth head population in the South. Them folks get hungry. They're still alive somehow. You know, they're not working. They're not, they're, they're, they keep getting skinnier, but there's something keeping them alive. So I don't know. Maybe we, we took that. I mean, but in a way, we kind of are. You know, we're eating groundhogs, and, and they eat these nutria down, down in, down in uh, uh, New, I think it's down in Louisiana. <laughs> and so I'm telling you, man, anything that becomes evasive down here, you know, we'll hunt it. We'll create a hunting season for it. I think they already created uh, a python hunting season because we. I think they reported on a kid who recently that killed like 80-something <laughs> or 20-something. I can't remember. It was, just, it was like a 19-year-old kid that killed this huge amount of pythons out in the Everglades in Florida. So there's going to be uh, python hunting tourism pretty soon. Um, moving forward there. <laughs> that was the that, that wasn't the funniest thing that we're about to read today. Um, this comes from Washington CNN. Rep. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, said that she absolutely has felt her life is in danger since joining Congress with her head always on a swivel. When she's in public amid the nation's charged political environment, there's a very real dynamic and very unfortunately and tragically, we've seen political violence play out. The New York Democrat told CNN's Chris Wallace on who's talking to Chris Wallace. Nobody likes Chris Wallace. Um, the New York Democrat said the deluge of threats against her means when I wake up in the morning, I hesitate to walk my dog. It means when I come home, I have to ask my fiance to come out to where my car is to walk me just from my car to my front door. Now she's in New York. <laughs> One of the most liberal areas. So you know these threats are coming from liberals. They're not saying this in this thing. Now, they may have a few conservatives down here say, hey, AOC, I just want you to know we're going to get you, little girl. We're coming after you. Right, well, next time I make a trip to New York, I'm coming for you. And that guy and whoever's gone, you know they ain't going to be going up there. They're just running their mouth because they're mad about the election or politics. You know he's as liberals. This is probably Antifa. Hey, you didn't get what we needed done. We're coming to get you, AOC. And <laughs> that's what they're not telling you. Uh, but, you know, there is 
political violence beginning to spur up. We we seen recently where uh, a young man was ran over, and the man really didn't understand why he was in trouble. I think this happened in uh, North Dakota. Um, but yeah, the guy said, t- called his mom said, this guy's trying to run me over. Then the guy kills him. And then when he goes in before the police, you know, he said he was just a radical right-wing extremist. I don't know. He did not understand. He thought it was okay. I'm just going to kill him. This comes after Biden's uh, great unifying speech uh, when he had the red lights behind him and the Marines in the shadows over there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, this man's really just helped our country so much. Um, CNN, as major powers meet in Asia, the rest of the world is pressed to pick a side. World leaders are converging in Phnom Penh this weekend for the first in a series of international summits in Southeast Asia over the coming week, where divisions between major powers and conflict threaten overshadow talks. Now, here's my theory. Now, you're seeing the, the East begin to conduct itself like NATO has in the past. You're beginning to see the BRICS nations kind of join together. And, and and yeah, there's the possibility of war. But what I feel like they're, China's really preparing for is a world without a strong America, with, with a collapsed American society, where this this big uh, this big financial industrial empire collapses. They're, they're getting ready for it. You know, they're, they're preparing to have to probably police the world, run the world. And I don't want to see a world policed by China and Russia, but it is possible it's going to happen if NATO begins to collapse. And we're seeing we're seeing the attacks already. You don't realize, but these financial issues we're seeing in our economies, they took that hit over there so that we would get hit. They're, they're, this whole thing is to knock us off kilter. That when we're going into this war, it's going to take us down. Now, We've seen something similar in World War One, the Ottoman Empire. Yeah, the Ottoman Empire was was a huge empire, and it began to collapse as it came out of World War One. Um, that could be us, my friends. That could be us in America. This is why I tell you to prep, because you can vote however you want, and still not. And and, and the election showed a lot of my friends. You know, it, it doesn't matter if we voted or not. They, you know, there's just so many people that are against common sense things, they voted against their own, their own selves. And you see it on every side. You see it in, a, in our primaries uh, that we have on both sides. You know, people like AOC, she's using social media to get elected. She's not really standing on any solid, firm possible uh, uh, positions. The Green New Deal is one of the worst deals that could ever happen. And this is what she's you know, based everything on, and she's still getting elected. So we're seeing these things happen. We're, we're seeing rhinos continue to hold positions. Uh, Liz Cheney finally got booted. We're, we're continually seeing these things. These people that hurt our country continue to get elected because people just don't know what they're voting for. I, my mama voted for uh, Democrats, and my granddaddy voted Democrats all his life. My 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 uh, my mama told me Republicans are the people to vote for. I'm telling you right now, some Republicans you don't need to vote for. Some Democrats you don't need to vote for. That's why these parties are in such distress. This two-party system is is just not what it used to be. They're not for us. When you have people holding office for this long, and then their kids is getting in there, that's not 
that's not a, a government run by the people anymore. That's a government run by corrupt rich folks that have figured out how to game the system. So we, we need to look at that. Um, I believe that the East is getting ready for the West to collapse. And they will dominate the world power if this happens, if we can't pull this out. And that's why I keep telling you to prepare. Because I feel like this mug is going down. I feel like the ship is going down. So just like these politicians are grabbing hold of everything they can to keep themselves afloat so they're not the guy that sinks away from the door in the freezing Atlantic Ocean like Leonardo DiCaprio did a long, long time ago, like in the 90s. Because that face story wasn't real. But it was good. It was a good, good storyline. Except that whole thing with the door. A room for two people on the door. But that's a tangent. They're grabbing everything. They're getting ready for this. They're creating bunkers. These rich folks are creating bunkers. Prepping money tells you stuff. You see all these financial people that are, are preppers. Elon Musk is the, big, the biggest prepper. He's prepping to go off to Mars and get out of here before we kill ourselves. And if you're not prepping, if you're not preparing for this, you're going to see the chaos that people seen in previous empires that collapsed. The Roman Empire was full of Christians, my friends. And it collapsed, and I'm going to guarantee you they suffered because of it. There were some of them that suffered when uh, when warlords and whatnot began to take over certain regions. <clears throat> so that's something we need to be mindful of. Now, this comes from NBC. Climate activists across Europe and the United States block entrances to airports Thursday to protest emissions from the aviation industry and call for a ban on private jets. How are, there, how are all these... Uh, how are these all these environmentalists going to get to their speeches across the world to tell us that we're destroying it? How are they going to get there? Um, I mean, literally, they do nothing for the environment except talk, and it does not encourage anything good. It encourages ignorant policies to be put in place that do nothing or even cause it to get worse. That's that's just the way it goes, folks. But yeah, they're they're, they're finally protesting these these jets. And, and I want to see how much of how much backing they're going to have from Hollywood on this one. Well, I need my problems, Jim. But we got to save the planet. Um, I, I'll never forget watching the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and Hillary was talking about that her and Tom Cruise and Susan Sarandon and a number of them were going to get on a bus and ride around and and throw out and and throw flyers out uh, to encourage people to save the environment. And Will says, um, but aren't you driving? Isn't, isn't the bus run by gas and or diesel? She's like, yeah. <laughs> and she just, it completely went over her head of what she was doing. It completely goes over their head what they're doing. Uh, they're not saving the environment. They, and and I, I, I listened to this guy on Joe Rogan. We talked about this on the podcast yesterday. How he said a lot of what you see is just farce. It's just, it's just things that look good to the voter, and they do these things, and yet it makes it worse. The like the recycling bins make you feel good, but the truth is, the majority of the plastic in the oceans come from those recycling bins because they cost too much to process and recycle in America. So they ship, send them on ships over to China. And the Chinese don't care. They dumped that crap in the ocean and said, oh, we don't know how it happened. It was an accident. It just it just disappeared. Fell off the ship while we was coming over here. And so a majority of that, the pollution in the ocean comes from other countries that we outsource our pollution to. So, yeah, 
I mean, and these young folks, they're like, we got to get rid. They see something that everybody else is talking about. They, these climate activists are flying on private jets to talk. And then these guys are like, hey, you can't use the private jets. You can't, hey, we got to get rid of them. I, I, I feel like we're going to see an impasse in the climate activist community. We're going to see a civil war happen amongst them. And we, uh, you know, they're, they're not going to be encouraging the world anymore. They're going to be fighting amongst one another. So, yeah, my friends, that is something that we need to think about. I got another camera going dead over here, which I thought I had charged. I guess I use a lot of power reaching the end of the show and my face is right up in this YouTube camera. <laughs> hey Birdman, good to see you. Birdman is one of our farmers. Birdman, can you run your farm without diesel? Just let us know. I'm just asking. Just, just wanting to know. Alright, so um, finally, this is something for your parents out there. This is something you need to be mindful of. People are always Especially OnlyFans are always finding a way to do their business on platforms they're not supposed to be doing them on. So uh, some OnlyFans creators are using a TikTok artificial intelligence art filter to get around the platform's community guidelines and promote their explicit content without getting their videos removed. The filter which was created by TikTok and started trending in September, generates stunning painted landscapes from the photos that users upload. TikToks and TikTokers initially used the filter to generate otherworldly paintings for users to use as their phone lock screens. Many use photos with their significant others or family members. The, fo- the, the, the videos also often use the song, I Think I Like It When It Rains. I think I like it when it rains. I don't even know that's right, though. By Willis in the background. People began posting AI-generated paintings of their explicit photos around late October. According to meme database, know your meme. TikTok creator Darlings.Spam was the first to post a video video using an explicit photo for the filter, according to the know your meme. Other TikTok users began joking in comments, uh, comment sections of videos that they prefer receiving an AI-generated painting over an actual nude. So this is what we're dealing with, friends. The vulgarities out there, if you have children, you don't want to see this, you need to monitor what they're doing. My kids know I'm, I'm going to find a way to get in there if you delete it off your search history. We're going to find out how to do it. I got I got a couple of buddies that's hackers. I'm going to call them up and say, hey, can you hack his phone? Let me know what's going on. Now, they may not be able to. But, uh, yeah, you got to watch your kids. And you got to threaten your kids. Hey, we're going to find what you're watching on that phone, boy. Girl, we're going to find it. <laughs> well, you done, dang it, man. Good to see you. He's coming in here at the end. If you're just now joining us and you want to see the full Chaos Cast, you can find us now on Spotify, Anchor, we, we use Anchor to send Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google uh, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, and Amazon Music. We're still working on a lot of that. Uh, it's also put on other platforms. I still got to figure out how to get it submitted to Podbean, which is probably not a hard thing. It's just a time-consuming thing, and I don't always have a lot of time. But it's good to see you. Uh, dang it, man. Oh, yeah, we got a couple more little stories here. Three Americans were found dead at an Airbnb in Mexico City for a trip to celebrate the Day of the Dead. 
Authorities and families said Wednesday, Candace Florence, 28, of Virginia Beach, Virginia, was staying with high school friend Jordan Marshall, 28, also of Virginia Beach, along with Marshall's friend Cortez Hall. Relatives told NBC News and NBC affiliate Wave of Portsmouth, Virginia. And one of the things that I read is they suspected that they had died of car, uh, carbon monoxide poisoning. Uh, one of the boyfriends was talking to the girl and she mentioned she was feeling sick and then he suddenly lost connection. So he called for, uh, called the Airbnb hoster to to do a welfare check and they found the three of them dead from whatever caused the carbon monoxide poisoning in that house. I'm not sure what was going on with that. They'll probably elaborate a little more as they do autopsies and whatnot. Or maybe more as, they, as the families are notified. Now, this is coming from Tokyo. And this is actually a good thing. Um, Japan is investing almost half a billion dollars to beef up semiconductor development and production in a last chance attempt to keep its position as a major player on the global technology scale, the government said Friday. That comes from the AP. So if you know anything about what's happening right now with all these tensions, between China and America, it's over Taiwan. Now, many say China not only just wants Taiwan because it used to be a, a part of their country and they want control of it. Uh, a lot of people believe they're trying to corner the microchip market because majority, like, I really, I don't think that we make a lot of microchips, a lot of chips over here in America. They're they're working on it. Um, the one good thing that Biden was talking about in his big we're going to kill coal speech was that there was some there was a company fixing to invest a lot of money in creating chips in America because we, we've seen chip shortages. We've seen these problems. So now someone outside of Taiwan, see they're scrambling to get this technology in other places than China and Taiwan on a mass manufacturing scale. Because if China takes Taiwan, then they're basically going to control the infrastructure you know you can't run a military without chips anymore you can't run transportation without chips anymore you can't run i couldn't do this without chips you can't even play with a lot of toys anymore kids can't even play with their toys without chips you, you imagine how many gamers are going to flip out when their their uh consoles can't be replaced or if they can it's going to be this exorbitant amount because china jacked the prices up they are uh, they are trying to corner the market and that's a majority of what we're seeing in Taiwan. So, my friends, this is a good thing. And the the need will begin, the, the good thing about this, the need will begin to grow the solution as other countries step in. And it may actually cost prices to actually start going down, open up the market, which it really, we've already seen the market open up for iPhones to be created in other places. They've talked about coming to America to start creating iPhones again. And, and possibly other other phone manufacturers that'll come outside of Apple. Because a lot of people realize a lot of our technology that we've seen in gaming, especially came out of uh, Japan uh, in in 70s and 80s, I believe. That was where Nintendo really started growing. Um, and then they eventually overtook Atari. And now we're seeing like, kind of feel like a PlayStation and uh, Xbox are overtaking Nintendo, but who knows. But my friends, we, we're, we look every day at these going on in the world and to wander aimlessly through your life without having any kind of preparation, any kind of skill is what I feel like 
this just the worst thing to do. It, it is it is the most um, it is the most dangerous thing to do. Um, you know, there's that scripture that we all know that says, "My people perish for lack of knowledge." And you know that don't just translate from from Christianity. That translates. That's universal. If you don't, there there are people that die every day because they didn't know something. They didn't know where they were at. They didn't understand their surroundings. They didn't understand the people that were around them. They didn't know what they were using, how the, how the tools were going to um, affect them, how the chemicals were going to affect them. They had no understanding. That's why you see a majority of industrial workplaces educating their employees on the, the safety issues that are around them. And they have the SDS manuals around them so that they can educate themselves on chemicals. So I come from an industrial fire uh, fighting background. So, you know, I've went through so many things and I know a lot about what chemicals are going to react with other ones. I understand a lot about industrial facilities and what they house. There's people that live by these facilities that have no clue that they could die like that because of the chemicals. Uh, we recently had this fire at this chemical plant in Georgia. And a lot of the people around there probably had no clue at the danger they were in in that area. You need to know what's going on around you. You need to be prepared. You need to have exit plans, evacuation plans. You need to have the go bag. And and now we're seeing more governments in our in, within our within the United States, more state governments pushing putting out PSAs about nuclear attacks and pushing people to have that go bag and be ready to go. You know, and I and I highly counsel have at least that 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 recommended uh three days um by fema and then we also see where they call for um uh two weeks of supplies in your home uh, in your home at least then there's others that say uh three months of food on hand in case you know and there were a lot of people that had this during the pandemic and then there were people that didn't but i can't tell you how many stories of, of different preppers and uh uh, self-reliance enthusiasts that had to dip into their preparations when that lockdown happened and they couldn't find some of the things they needed at the store. I can't tell you how many people were asking advice during that from me. People that were uh, that are still calling me trying to get into raising their own chickens and, and they're wanting to, they're wanting to fucking buy my chickens. I'm like, no, you can get mine because the hawk doesn't got all of them and I'm having to replenish my, my stock and we're fixing that to set up the turrets to keep that hawk from getting in there. So, you know, there's so many things. See, I didn't realize, you know, I took a video of that hawk and I, he was young and I didn't see him anymore. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have a lack of knowledge. I didn't realize he was still in the area. And then the chickens, start, the hens started disappearing. The rooster came up with feathers and the comb all tore up. And then, then we started realizing that hawk. It, I mean, it didn't happen within a, a short amount of time. I was on a work uh, schedule and, and I was sleeping and I, I just came out and one day there was all of them were out there and then a couple of days later like they were gone so <laughs> i've got to even i'm guilty of it even i'm subject to it. you need to learn as much as you can and we we encourage that here you know we always talk about we're the those first couple generations and centuries that have not had the foresight and common sense to have a large stockpile of supplies put up for the winter i mean this was a common thing we think that we are evolved we think that we are progressed we think that we, we we're, we're more technologically advanced so we don't need that anymore but it, it's just a blink of an eye between us and oblivion when it comes to our technology we are so dependent on it and so people just don't you have actual vegetarians 
that are people that are animal rights activists that are eating meat from the store and don't realize they're actually those animals that one thing they probably they think they're just like what do they think they're cultured meat i don't know they don't realize they're actual animals they think they grow meat in the back of the store and then they actually think you know that people like me that do homesteading and people that butcher animals and hunt they think that we're just terrible people because of what we're doing when they don't realize those chickens are raised in terrible conditions some of the worst conditions in the world the best place for an animal that's going to be eaten is really in a little homestead type situation because those these people care about their animals they're taking care of them yeah they're going to eat them but while they have them they're taking care of their needs and then a lot of these facilities they're just trying to size them mugs out get that six weeks over and butcher them things send them to the processing plant and and there's a lot of stuff that happens to them birds By the time that meat gets to you that's some of the worst meat you could be eating and it, those animals have been treated severely uh, severely worse than the animals that's in my backyard except when the hawk got them of course that was quick death i imagine you know the hawk knows what he was doing you know that's part of nature <clears throat> but you can't know everything you can't be prepared for everything or can you you know we always coin that phrase helping uh the, the always prepared never scared and one lately that i'm saying helping to prepare you for the things you will face in the place the things you may face in the places you may go and one of our main preps is not, the way I'm prepared, always prepared and never scared, it's not my, it's not my preps. You've been here, you've heard this spill before. It's not really a spill, it's just a, it's a lifestyle. It is, it is a ministry. This is where I'm at. You know, I've had too many coincidences in my life, in my favor, to move me forward to call them coincidences anymore. See, it's not the scientific evidence that proves God to me. It is his work in my life and my greatest preparation and my greatest counsel to you is that Christ is my greatest preparation and needs to be yours you know and some of you I understand you don't believe that way you don't intend to believe that way this is not for you this is for that person that that is looking that is interested that has been thinking about it that has been on the edge and, and you're and you see what times we're in hey christ is my main preparation he handles the wild cards that i can't there's so been so many of them through my life you know there was a while back you know, i mean we're talking years back one day i was sitting there and we'd done been through a lot financially we had been through a lot of things we we lost a home because a landlord died had to move and that need was met i lost a job and then immediately went to another job that need was met um, you know so many needs that were being met just out of the blue and then we were facing another need and it, i could see the stress in my wife's face i could see the stress of this on her and she had at that time i believe taken over the finances because i was working so much and this was one of her first big issues to face and i said look and it's like it just dawned on me like god spoke into my spirit he said you're still here you know, because the human response was to gear up and worry. Was to gear up and, and, and just, uh, I, I'm not going to, how are we going to handle this? But it's like God checked me and says, you're still here. Have I not taken care of you prior to this? And so in the midst of that, I, you know, I looked at my wife, you know, and, and I re relayed that to her. I said, you know, we're, we're going to be all right. We've seen so many different financial catastrophes, so many different, you know, natural things that just happened. You know, tornadoes of 2011 hit. Uh, the 2008 uh, uh, recessions, you know, the, the crashes, 
we've seen so many things happen. It was like, you know, we're still, we made it through every one of them. I'm still here. You're still here. We're going to be fine. And you know what? We were. And as we go through these things in life, as, as, as we see these different terrible things happen, I'm still here. I, the need is always met in, in, in a profound way. It's not just something that could have just happened. It's something that was orchestrated. And I feel like, you know, God's got his hand there. He's taking care of them things that I don't even see coming. And that's my counsel to you. If, if, if you're looking for something like that, I'm offering you to come meet my Savior, Jesus Christ. And that's something we do every day here. So if you do not like that, do not agree with it, hey, I understand uh, this part of the show is not for you, but this is a part of the show that's going to stay. This is a part of the show that's really been here since I started doing social media and putting these live streams out and to the point now where we're live streaming on every platform and we're recording it on a podcast where you can download it and listen to it. Go, go check us out, by the way, Chaos Cast. Uh, on your go for, see if you can find us on your platforms. I know for sure we're on uh, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and Apple. But now Spotify is going to be the only one that's doctored up and got all that great music and sounds like a radio show. <laughs> the rest of them, you're just going to have our little recording, but you're still going to get the news. You're still going to get that, that that humor you can only get here. So go check us out. That's our little spiel for that. And go. Go, go join our email subscription list today on the website. You're going to get notifications. You're going to get access to our show note blog where we we put links to all of our different amenities where you're going to get notifications of new products that we're, when we put them on the gear store, where you're going to have access to the sponsors and the deals that we have through sponsors. Uh, go join that email subscription list. If, if I was to get wiped completely off social media, you'd still be able to find me there. We're working on getting uh, some files uploaded that you can download. Uh, we're, we're, I got to start, you know, creating them. I've got to start sourcing the information and getting it on paper for you uh, from all these things that, <laughs> okay, miss says he gets snow every winter. Chaos Cast, look up Chaos Cast. Uh, you can go to Anchor. Um, and actually we have the, the podcast link to iHeartRadio it's our heart radio no um i think it's maybe linked anchor link through our website so you may be able to go just straight to the website and watch the, the, the we're going to have three current podcasts linked there so you may be able to just go straight to the website and watch it there if you can't find it anywhere so we're going to have that there we're going to have exclusive clean cook uh, hunt clean and cook videos where we hunt and we we're only going to have those there we're gonna have hunting videos there from uh different friends around the neighborhood uh that do hunting we currently got one up for uh, my little cousin bryson shot him a spike and you're gonna get to watch that experience if you've never experienced hunting if you've never understood what was going on what they did you can go watch that and you can also go watch where uh we clean a squirrel for your reviewing pleasure and learning experience go check it out so uh, again, go check out our sponsors, ReadyWise. You got that tab on the website. Go check out Blackbeard Firestarters. You got that tab on the website. We're going to get you some discounts. We're going to get you some access. Uh, go check out Phoenix Light. Go check out Grim Workshop. That's one we hadn't repped a lot, but we're starting to bring in. They have got so much great 
PVC, stuff that'll fit in your wallet, stuff that'll go on a keychain, things that you can use in emergencies. And and they just, they've got a cool take on the survival car industry. It's all made in America. So go check them out. Go go check out Optics Planet. Go check out BattleBox. Go check out Viper Tech Knives. They make some of the, the coolest OTF out the front knives, these automatic knives. They make some of the coolest ones you're going to find in the industry. So go check these folks out and go sign up for our blog go sign up for notifications and you get in there and you're going to get to see a whole lot of stuff you're going to get to listen to podcasts of versions of the chaos cast that you may have missed so thank y'all for coming in today and we're going to pray over you so if you don't believe in prayer or you don't want to be a part of this prayer we're going to give you that time to exit and we're going to say prayer over you today over the show over my family over over those that are in this show that are just needing some help and those that may come to find they need Christ from listening to this show. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you just anoint this chaos cast to continue growing in its reach, but continue to grow its audience. I pray that you continue to anoint me to do your your will on this uh, live stream podcast hybrid we're putting together here called the chaos cast. I pray that you anoint me to do this the way you see fit and to reach those that need to hear this the, the lost that need to hear this and help people grow in their thinking and understanding and skill but god i pray you you touch those that come in here my moderators that come in here you touch them give them strength as they deal with this trolls that we have to battle it seems every time i pray god that you bless their families you bless those that's come in here that are that are just looking for some understanding and some skills and knowledge those that have just come in and supported by watching I pray, Heavenly Father, that you just touch their lives, set protection on their lives in this crazy world that we're facing right now, God. I pray, Father, that you anoint my family as we continue this ministry, God. I pray you anoint my wife. I pray you anoint my son, uh, Brandon, my son, Brantley, my son, Weston. I pray you anoint my whole family. I pray you anoint those that, that are my friends on social media that are constantly giving me good uh, corrective criticism and good advice, God, I thank you for those that you send to make me better, God, and those that you send me to to help make better as well. God, we thank you, Lord. We pray you just touch old prepping money, and we thank you, Lord, for letting him come by and share that knowledge about the crypto crash with us, Lord. And we pray that you just have your way, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. And they all said amen. And we thank you for coming in again. Go check out the website. Go get on that list that email list so that you get exclusives from Edge 29 Chaos Preparers. We thank you for coming in, folks, and we hope that you had a good in here today when you joined the chaos. We hope that you had a good in today, and y'all just continue to have a good So we hope you enjoyed that installment of the Chaos Cast, and we hope that you will sign up for our email list. Well, go to edge29chaos.com and sign up for uh, our subscriber list where you will get exclusive content notifications, exclusive deals, and you will also have access to the blog, Chaos Chronicles, which is the basically the show notes and our thoughts of what we uh, talk about on our daily podcast as well as live streams which we're on everything so you'll have access to all that 
if by chance they just take us off everything for whatever reason. But uh, yeah, also go check out our uh, sponsor tabs. Check out ReadyWise. Check out Blackbeard Firestarters. Check out Grim Workshop. Check out Phoenix Light. Check out Optics Planet, Battle Box, and Viper Tech Knives. We have something for everybody there. And if you don't find anything in our sponsors, you're sure to find something great in our gear store for bushcraft, especially that awesome Scotch Eye Auger that everybody seems to love. We have 15 bucks on site, edge29cast.com. And if you're looking for exclusive merch, we have the Happy Gun shirt on our merch site at ironwolfdistributor.com. You can just find that in the navigation page, merch store, and get that Happy Gun shirt. And spread your gun positivity in a world full of gun negativity. That dementedly happy gun that we put on a shirt just for you so that you can make a statement about your love and your happiness with your firearms. So thank you for listening today, folks. I hope you have a good one. Gonna send you out with some good music to end this podcast. So stay tuned. Thank you. <laughs>